0: November the 2nd, 2022, we are six days out, my friends and neighbors, for the most important midterm elections in our lifetime. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast this morning. Wow, we got some fog outside this morning. I can barely see across, across the yard. I guess it is November the 2nd already, isn't it? Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. And these are your top five headlines. Six days out, let's start off with headline number five. FCC leader states the U.S. should ban TikTok. From just the news, the leader of the Federal Communications Commission said Tuesday the U.S. government should take action to ban the China-based social media app TikTok. Quote, I don't believe there is a path forward for anything other than a ban, end quote, FCC Chairman Brendan Carr said. Carr, one of five FCC commissioners, highlighted concerns about how TikTok and its Chinese parent company, ByteDance, handled data from U.S. users. He said it is impossible to come up with a sufficient protection on the data that you could have sufficient confidence that it's not finding its way back into the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. From Axios, TikTok is currently in negotiations with CFIUS, an interagency committee that conducts national security reviews of foreign companies, deals to determine whether it can be divested by Chinese parent company ByteDance to an American company and remain operational in the United States. The New York Times reported in September that a deal was taking shape, but not yet in its final form, and that Department of Justice official Lisa Monaco was concerned the deal did not provide sufficient insulation from Beijing. Yeah, this is a big concern. TikTok has been known to scrape data. Totalitarian country, we don't want them... Scraping our data, using that against us, that's very dangerous. That's a foreign policy concern, a national security concern. So I think we need to uh, take this very seriously. TikTok is, has algorithms that are, that are different than the ones they use in China. The ones in the U.S. have scantily dressed young ladies dancing around. The algorithms are designed to promote promiscuity Demoralizing principles of ethics and character, as where in China the TikTok program is very much clean and not even they don't even allow for that type of uh, promiscuity and the way it's used here in the US very, uh, very low gutter level content really that destroys young people's uh, minds and character, in my opinion. And I think most parents would feel the same way. It's a big problem. And the fact that they're taking that data and using it and storing it, everybody should be concerned about that. So I think the FCC is absolutely correct on this, should be banned, and it should be taken off the App Store. All right, headline number four, True the Vote leaders found contempt of court after not divulging sources for their protection. From the Washington Post, the leaders of the True the Vote were taken into custody Monday, morning after a federal judge in Texas ruled them in contempt of court. Founder Catherine Engelbrecht and former board member Greg Phillips were escorted by federal marshals out of a Houston courthouse and into a holding cell following the judge's decision. The order marked the latest twist in a defamation case brought last month by Koenig, an election software company that True, the vote claimed allowed the Chinese government to have access to a server in China that held the personal information of nearly 2 million U.S. election workers. From the post-millennial, federal judge Kenneth Hoyt delivered the order holding the two in contempt of court for refusing to identify the informant. Engelbrecht and Phillips testified that identifying the confidential informant would put his life at risk. Quote, every name I give you gets doxed and harassed, Engelbrecht said. Kenneth alleged that the truth of the vote made baseless and racist accusations against CEO Eugene Yu, which forced him and his family to flee their home. Hodge twins, a judge locked up the people behind the data in the 2,000 Mules movie because they won't give up their confidential source. Remember when the media told us that 2,000 Mules was all lies and misinformation? I guess not. Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips need to be released. Okay, this is very disheartening. This is exactly the two-tier justice system that we talk about all the time. The fact that there's different rules for different people. You have individuals that have the right to keep their informants protected by not divulging that. That's a, a, a constitutional right that we have, especially for journalists and media people, and the fact that the judge charged them with contempt of court for this and put them in jail is really uh, very disheartening when you look at all the other issues with other individuals like Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton and all the the uh, Russia hoax and the J6 committees, all these these uh, two-tiered justice systems that are out promoting their viewpoints, and uh, there is no action taken, but when uh, a a small media outlet that promotes a movie showing evidence and is thrown in jail should uh, be a concern for all American citizens. So hopefully this will be settled quickly, they'll be released, and the truth can get out about the 2,000 mules, and we can have a really true investigation of what happened in 2020 uh, once the uh, Republicans take back the House and the Senate. All right, headline number three. Libertarian candidate drops out of Arizona Senate race, endorses GOP Blake Masters. From the Hill, Libertarian Mark Victor dropped out of Arizona's closely watched Senate race on Tuesday, encouraging voters to cast their ballots for Republican Blake Masters in his challenge to Senator Mark Kelly, Democrat. Polls had shown Victor garnering support in the low single digits, but his small block of supporters could provide a critical boost to Masters as surveys show the Republican only trailing Kelly by a few percentage points. From American Principles, We will defeat anti-family Mark Kelly. Vote Blake Masters for Arizona Senate. Okay, so there's some movement down there in Arizona. The uh, Libertarian is thrown in the towel and... uh, Backed his, his uh, horse, uh, Blake Masters, and we'll just have to see what happens down there in Arizona after uh, next Tuesday. All right, headline number two, Tulsi Gabbard endorses multiple GOP candidates. From the Daily Wire, former Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard has added her support to numerous GOP campaigns in recent days in a spree of endorsements after leaving the Democratic Party. Her most recent effort offered an unexpected endorsement with Gabbard appearing in a new re-election ad for South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem, released on Tuesday. Tulsi Gabbard. Tim Ryan represents everything that is wrong with the warmongering Washington establishment. I'm endorsing J.D. Vance because he knows the cost of war and that our government exists to serve the people, not the other way around. Gabbard also given a boost to Representative Nancy Mace in South Carolina. So, Tulsi Gabbard, she's out there on the campaign trail. She's, uh, gosh, she's almost a Republican. She might want want to change parties to Republican as much as she's been going around uh, endorsing GOP candidates. But uh, anyway, she uh, hasn't done that. She has denounced her own party, the Democratic Party, which makes a lot of sense. She sees, uh, like everybody else does, that... They've gone far, far to the left. They're not recognizable. They're definitely not the uh, Democratic Party of the uh, older generation, those that are 60 and above who remember John F. Kennedy. Not that. Not that anymore. No way. So uh, Tulsi Gabbard uh, out supporting GOP candidates. All right, headline number one. Polling shows Republican gubernatorial races look encouraging. From the New York Post, Republican Representative Lee Zeldin has nudged out Democratic rival Governor Kathy Hochul in New York's closely-watched gubernatorial race just a week out from the election, a new poll shows. The tough-on-crime Zeldin is now leading the progressive incumbent governor by 48.4% to 47.6%, according to the Trafalgar group poll released late Monday. To repeal cashless bail, fire rogue DAs like Alvin Bragg, stop congestion pricing, and take other bold action to save our state, Hochul's gotta go, Zeldin said in a statement after the poll's release. National Review, Tudor Dixon now tied 45-45 to 45 with Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And an Emerson College poll shows Mark Ronchetti down two points, 50% to 48%, to New Mexico Governor Michelle Lugan Grisham. All right, so the, uh, the red wave is far and wide now, taking uh, many positions for the gubernatorial races, the governors. We have uh, some deep blue states like Washington that are moving more to the right, away from the Democratic Party. Connecticut, these things we're starting to see, which, which is a real sign that uh, the Democrats are in deep trouble and it's looking more and more like the momentum is with the Republicans. So if you're a Republican or an Independent or even a Democrat that's disillusioned with your party, it's probably a good idea to vote those guys out, send a message, get them back on track, because they're way out of the mainstream. They're promoting a lot of ideas that the American people just don't believe in. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, six days out from the midterms. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark, on the Affirm America podcast. Thanks for joining us this morning, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you all then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquise Vandemark. And let's never forget: America is great, and we affirm it.